Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Oh, I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. <laughs> What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Friday edition of the show. We are going to conclude the February mock draft with picks 21 through 32. So if you're one of these teams, fans of one of these teams, thanks for your patience. And we're going to get to your picks today. Kyle, welcome to the show. Okay, two things. Um... I'll do picks one through 10 to set the table so everybody knows. And second of all, sir, I have a bone to pick with you. We didn't address this yesterday. Uh, it's going to be about the ghost fart. The ghost fart. What is yeah. what a, is going on? It was, it was, a, <laughs> I'm not so, trying. So it you, wasn't a ghost fart is what you're telling me. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was just me getting queasy because because of like I knew you were gonna make a pick there that was weird, and and I was like, uh, and then you thought I was ripping ass on the podcast. Well, you I know me well was, enough that if I, I did, I would tell you. I didn't think it was you. I thought it was a ghost. Oh well, then it seemed no. What I was why I called it a ghost fart. Right, but then the Twitter discussion led me to believe that you were. Uh, saying that it was me doing that and like not not I'm not immune to letting run rip well, while we're recording but like that wasn't one of those times be, because somebody said hashtag fartgate which I thought was <laughs> amazingly hilarious that there was a fartgate in question but um you know I I would have just expected you to just let it go. And then you tell me it was you, but then you didn't say what it was. And then you said it was you making like a Tony Romo noise. So I just wanted to clear the air <laughs> on what that was because I yeah. heard it and I did a triple take. I'm like, what? I don't, I didn't make that noise. Nothing in my room makes that noise. What the hell was that? Well, and I was prepared to not comment at all. And you said, Hey, Joel, any comments on this? I'm like, yeah, right, you let well. it go. I was like, man, we're trying to have a, we're trying to have a good laugh about this. And Joe's just going to let this thing go water under the bridge man, style. I was, I was and that's watch- what made me think it was a fart because you didn't address it at all. Oh, really? Uh, I, so I was watching the Ted Bundy tapes, went to bed, perusing through Twitter and I saw it come through and I got a good laugh out of it. And then I just moved on with my life. And then, you know, the discussion happened and then I got roped back in. And so I, I said what I had to say, but. Can we imagine like somebody's listening to their first ever career episode of Draft Dudes and we spent the first two minutes talking about a potential ghost fart on on the audio from Tuesday? On the Wednesday. Is it Wednesday or Tuesday? It was the Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. It was from Takes on Takes. No, you're right. It was from from Wednesday. It was from picks one through ten because I was making my Rayshon Gary pick. Well, thank you to whoever you are, first time listener. We're glad you're here. Yeah, uh, so we, we normally pause, talk football. We talk about football, <laughs> not farts. <laughs> Shall we? Yeah, but you're you want the evens here or the odds? You're taking the first one. No, you took. I meant to to introduce what's happened oh, to this okay. point okay. in the draft. I'll do okay. one through ten. You do eleven through twenty, and then you're up to lead off. All right, sounds good. So Arizona Cardinals, Nick Bosa at one, number two, Josh Allen to the San Francisco 49ers, number three, Quinnen Williams. To the New York Jets, number four, Rayshon Gary to the Oakland Raiders, number five, Ed Oliver 
to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number six, Jawan Taylor, offensive tackle to the New York Giants. Number seven, quarterback Kyler Murray to the Jaguars. Number eight, cornerback Greedy Williams to the Lions. Number nine, offensive tackle Jonah Williams to the Buffalo Bills. Number 10, Drew Locke, quarterback Missouri to the Denver Broncos. And for the record, Joe did the odds. Kyle did the evens in that group. And Kyle did the odds, and I did the evens in this group. And so Kyle, for the Bengals, took Dwayne Haskins at 11. Number 12, Packers, Brian Burns, 13, the Dolphins, Cleveland Farrell, 14, the Falcons, Christian Wilkins, 15, the Redskins, DK Metcalf, 16, the Panthers, Cody Ford. The Browns at 17 took Devin White. Garrett Bradbury to the Vikings at 18. Number 19, Tennessee, Montez Sweat. And number 20, the Pittsburgh Steelers took Byron Murphy. And we're up now at number 21 with the Seattle Seahawks. I'm making the pick. One of the hardest teams you could ever predict for. Part of me wants to go with Jonathan Abram because if there was a team that was going to take him in the first round, it'd probably be them. But I'm not going to. We're going to go up front. We're going to get a pass rusher. We're going to go with Ja'Kai Polite from Florida. I think that they would oh, like really, they would like that burst. They'd like that that ability to turn corners, and uh, I can see them this being one of the players they would they would they would want if he was available at twenty one. So a difficult team to predict for, but I feel like Jakai Polite is one of the guys that kind of fits their mold. Well, especially considering they may be losing Frank Clark in free agency. Yeah, too. yeah, I expect like, that's a, that, yeah. that's a big factor, and he's going to be a big money guy, young mm-hmm. pass rusher with a lot of impact. So. Uh, very good pick to draft Ja'Kai Polite. I'm on the board at 22 with the Baltimore Ravens. And, Joe, this picked pretty easy for me. And it's not a it's not a wide receiver. Oh, really? I got to take Boston College interior offensive lineman Chris Lindstrom here. This is another premier need for this Baltimore Ravens team. Lindstrom, you put him at offensive guard. This team has Ronnie Stanley and Orlando Brown, two young offensive tackles. They're in some flux. They got Marshall Yanda, but Yanda's going to be like a 12-year vet. They got Matt Skur at center, Alex Lewis at the other guard position. I think this would be a huge upgrade on the offensive interior for a team that had success running the football on account of what Lamar Jackson could do with his legs. But before that, when they were a little bit more traditional drop-back passing, could get very little started on the ground. So a guy that can help reset the line of scrimmage, play physical, has the physical tools to be really effective in all phases, sign me up. I think that's a great fit. Kyle, Deshaun Watson, here we go. Number 23, Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson was sacked over 60 times last year, Kyle. We cannot be having that ever again. We got to go offensive line. This is a – I mean, when you talk about the biggest needs in the NFL, like for any team, you think about the the Raiders and pass rush – and then you think about the Texans in offensive line, right? Like that's like the two biggest ones. So they're Jagu- Jaguars at quarterback. Jaguars at quarterback. I just yeah. had to throw Blake under the bus. Yeah, sure. Well, Vikings offensive line too. But I mean, this is this is where they need to go. And I, I've got a lot of options, right? Like there's like there's several offensive linemen I'm comfortable with. But when I think about the need for somebody to come in right away and help this offensive line, the guy that I believe can do that, maybe not the highest ceiling guy. But the guy that's a four-year starter that get, can play probably all five positions is is Dalton Risner from Kansas State. A lot of power, a lot Reisner, of good technique. Risner, 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 Risner. I love it. I love Reisner, it. Whatever, however you say, it. he can step. He can probably be that right tackle right away. He could probably be right guard right away. So you just figure it out. You want to get your best five on the field. Risner gives you a lot of flexibility. He's ready to play right away. He's 24. I'm not concerned about that. He's an offensive line with very polished technique, but we need a guy that can help this unit right away, and Risner can do that. I love the pick. 
That's a great fit because I'm sitting here looking at the predicted board and we got Greg Little's up there, yeah. Andre Dillard's up there. And I'm like, man, he's not going offensive tackle, is he? And then I had the aha moment where if I just scroll down just a little bit, he was hiding there. Yeah. He was hiding there in the early two range. But at 23, terrific value. As you said, he could probably play all five spots. And he's big. He's physical. Did you think he was going to come in and measure a 34 in a, a no. inch? No, game changer. Game changer yes. for his draft stock. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and then he touted it. it. People are going to scoff at that that prospect. Be like, <laughs> the guy measured him with like an extra inch on his arms. It's a yeah. big deal. Yeah. Well, he it made a big, big deal about it too. After the after like that the senior bowl and stuff, he was telling people, "Yeah, I'm a long guy. I'm." It's like now he's got 34 inch arms. I'm long. After the narrative going in was, this guy's gonna have to play guard. Right, right. And that's why people wanted the box man because he's not the most fleet of foot, but he wasn't perceived as having length. Well, now he comes in and tests with or measures with 34 inch arms, and everybody all of a sudden is, "Oh yeah, he's an offensive tackle." So the Oakland Raiders are on the clock at 24, Joe, and I'm looking at the needs list on this team. I got corner, I got wide receiver, I got safety, but I'm not going any of those picks. I'm going to go out and get my guy. There's a guy still on the board at a position that I expect some flux and change for the Raiders, and that is the tight end position. Jared Cook is a free agent. So I'm going to pick TJ Hawkinson here at 24 for the Oakland Raiders, whether it's Derek Carr, they choose to try and move on, the tight end position needs a massive upgrade. And Gruden's one of those old school coaches, right? Like he might not throw the ball 50 times, but he's a guy that's going to appreciate some good tight end play. And this guy can play with his hand in dirt. And he can block so he can impact the run game and he can impact the receiving game. All right. I'm up with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles at 25. And I'm a little torn here because I can, I can do a lot of different things here. Um, I'm, t- I'm stuck between a safety and a corner. I got to be honest with you. I think there's a corner that really, really fits, but there's a safety that I think is a better prospect. So let's go with the better prospect. We'll go with Nasir Adderley from Delaware. Um, I, I mocked him like when we did the the show from the senior bowl, I mocked Adderley there. I did it for my yep. mock draft on Monday. So like I'm on a, like a, a kick here with this potential fit. You know, I, I think you think about the Eagles last year, they, they gave up a lot of big plays and they're, and Corey Graham playing a lot of reps for this team at safety. Like we need a guy here that can give them some versatile upside that can be a center fielder that can run alleys and tackle that gives you some man coverage ability. And he, and Adderley does all of that. Plus he's a good return guy. And so his tape was sensational at Delaware. I think he gives this, uh, this secondary, a lot of versatility. And, and to me, I, I mean, when I think about the positions of need for the Eagles in this situation, I think this is definitely the best prospect to help their team. Yeah, it's a good pick. I like this fit a lot. Uh, and I know from the, the general consensus, Philly fans seem to be on board with this pick too, which is nice. Sometimes, yeah. There's a few that don't like eh, it. They don't know <laughs> what they want. The people, like we're a people's podcast, but a lot of times we got to tell the people what's good for them. You're supposed to react at some point. Yes, there. Now, of course, now yes. I just sound like super well, was, arrogant. Thanks I'm thinking about my, I'm thinking about my, I got the Raiders You're not even on the here. clock. You're not even on I the clock. I know. I got to be thinking and being ready. I'm ready. So. Okay. Well, you're Colts. not even on the clock. All right. Indianapolis right. Colts are on the clock with the 26th pick. And uh, Christian Wilkins would have been a dream come true, but that has not come true because Joe has stubbornly picked them. Yeah. And then you already said he wasn't getting past 17 to the Browns. That's so. not important. It's not important. <laughs> I, I have to get my digs in where I can. So All I'm right. looking at the, the primary needs for this team. And there is a player that I think matches what the Colts need at this position. 
value for the pick is appropriate. I'm looking at wide receiver, and I'm looking specifically at Kelvin Harmon from NC State. The Colts, this team has T.Y. Hilton, Chester Rogers, Ryan Grant. They don't have a lot of physicality at the wide receiver position. So the opportunity to get a guy that's as big and strong, and I don't think he's the best separator in the world, but I think he does a nice job kind of tempering his speed so that he can stack guys when he picks the ball up in the air. Uh, I think that Harmon would be a great addition to a wide receiver group for a passing offense that looked excellent with Andrew Luck back. But if you give him even more to work with, I think it's a huge plus. Okay, I'm up with the Oakland Raiders. I guess the San Francisco Raiders. Uh, 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 <laughs> this is their third first-round pick. They went uh, Rashawn Gary, and then you had him take TJ Hawkinson at 24, and now I'm up again here at 27. And uh, Kyle, when was the last time the Raiders had a good linebacker? I mean, like, like it's the 80s? While. It's the, been a hot The sack. early 80s, Ted yeah. Hendricks and Rod Martin, Matt Millen. Uh, let's go ahead and get them a guy that can be the face of their defense on the second level. Give them an enforcer, a tone setter. Talking about Devin Bush from Michigan. Wow, that, you're taking Devin. Yeah, man. We Look, the, the Raiders need a dude, right? Like a, like a tone setter, a guy that, can, that gives a lot of range, that can play in space, but can also play into the line of scrimmage. Thought he got better every year at Michigan and uh, just feel like this can be them a player that they can really start building this defense around as well as you know, hopefully Rashawn Gary earlier. Look at that. They made the, the two Michigan players. Didn't even realize that until this moment. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they just need build, they need building blocks and guys that can, can really start being the foundation of this roster. And with three first-round picks, they have a great chance to do that. And I think that Bush – you know, gives them a chance to have like a, a real building block, a piece that they can start forming things around defensively. Listen, I don't hate it. I just would have expected if you're going to take a linebacker, you would have taken Mac Wilson at this juncture. Well, I didn't, so I'm sorry. Yeah, I know it's a big surprise. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the lazy pick here with the Chargers. The Chargers need line play. They need improved play along the trenches. Give me the plug. I'm on the plug, Joe. Dexter Lawrence, Clemson Tigers, playing nose tackle for this team. A uh, guy that's going to occupy a ton of space, but he's dancing bear. One of our favorite quotes, right? I mean, he can move. He's got a little bit of agility to him, and he's probably got a little extra weight. You'd like to see him probably cut a little bit of weight and get a little bit more range out of him. But at the same time, I like Dexter, I think, from what the Chargers were lacking, I think it's a very important add for them, and I think it really can help them set the tone up front. Right up with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I did a seven-round mock draft for the Chiefs recently. and did I you gave have fun them, with that? Did you have fun with I that? did. Seven-round mock drafts for teams are fun because you, you take a really deep look at the team and the, the contracts and who's good, who's not good, and then you get a really good – opportunity to interact with uh, fans of the team on Twitter. And they really let you know what they, what they think about what you did. Uh, and so, so with that, I gave them Deontay Thompson. I think I'm going to continue in that direction. Um, I like his ability to be a, a center fielder for this defense, maybe allow them to be a little more aggressive up front with how they get after the passer. Um, maybe do some more press man type stuff, knowing that you have a guy with his types of ball skills and range behind there. And so I think not only is he a, a skill set that would really help this defense, but how it helps the scheme as well, uh, I think does a lot for a defense that was, I mean, the Chiefs were 31st in the NFL in passing yards allowed last year. So we've got we've got to start shoring things up. 
especially in the secondary. And I think that uh, Deontay Thompson can help them in a lot of different ways. It's a good pick. I like this pick. I like this fit. I'm on the clock with the Green Bay Packers with the 30th overall selection. And you dog you. Deontay probably would have been the pick. But he's not going to be the pick because you just drafted him to the Chargers. So now, as I'm reassessing my board and I'm looking at some of the top names on the consensus board that are still available. I've got Greg Little, Jeffrey Simmons, Marquise Brown, Josh Jacobs, Nikhil Harry, Andre Dillard, DeAndre Baker, blah, 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 blah. But one name that I think does stand out, and it is very much a position of need, is the tight end position for the Green Bay Packers. And the Packers took a shot on a guy who you might be familiar with, Joe. His name's Jimmy Graham, right? Yep. What if I told you there was a guy that could, you could just hit rewind and you're back in time to Jimmy Graham's physical peak as a receiver? And no fan. The size, the explosiveness, the ball skills, they're there. They're not the same body type, but that's okay. Fan is a big, athletic dude. If they brought Jimmy in thinking they were going to get this kind of player, then why don't you go out and get a younger version of this same archetype of player and draft Noah Fant with a 30th overall pick? All right. I thought I thought that's what you're going to do there, Kyle. Uh, okay, so this will be the last pick I make in this draft. I have the – oh, no, the order's backwards here. So I have the Rams. The whole time I was thinking I was picking for the Patriots. Okay, so I have the Rams, which causes me to reverse course here. you got to pivot. <laughs> Yeah, I had my pick locked up for the for for the Patriots. Uh, okay, I'm going with Mac Wilson, linebacker from uh, Alabama for the the Rams. I think one thing that really you watched the playoffs last year uh, for the Rams, they really had a hard time uh, covering line or running backs out of the backfield. Had a hard time uh, taking care of Julian Edelman with uh, the, the space that he was able to to find over the middle of the field. So I, they need to get better at their coverage linebacker spot. Actually getting downhill and playing into the line of scrimmage is something. You, you saw the Patriots ran the ball very successfully against them in the Super Bowl. So we need a guy there on the second level that can get downhill but get outside the tackles and make plays and win in coverage. And a lot of ways, that's Mac Wilson. And so the Rams are in a situation now where they have a lot of talented players and they're going to have to make a lot of business decisions coming up. You know, they're not going to be able to keep all these guys. So kind of making sure you're restoring the the nucleus with, with young talent and then making wise contract decisions. And I think uh, not investing in, in some of these marginal linebackers that are on their team and starting to get a new wave of guys in there uh, that can actually perform better would be wise. And I think Mac Wilson could do that for the Rams. The New England Patriots are on the clock. And this is now officially the easiest pick that I will make. It's Charles Amenehue from the yep. University of Texas Longhorns, the Patriots. Uh, Trey Flowers is a free agent for this team. Uh, the rest of their defensive end group, they've got John Simon, who appears to be a free agent, Derek Rivers, who was a third-round pick in 2017. And uh, I liked a lot, but he he suffered a knee injury and didn't play at all his rookie year, so this was his first year playing. Uh, Adrian Claiborne, a unrestricted free agent from Atlanta that they've signed, and Dietrich Weiss, a fourth-round pick from 2014. So – this is a young group, which is a good thing, but at the same time, I'd like to see him get some talent here. And Amenahue is that tone setter, physical guy up front that you know the Patriots are really going to love. He's got that prototypical length and ability to anchor the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it's uh, and I th- with Flowers is a free agent this year and Wise next year, so like you know that they're going to want to retool with younger guys. And Amenahue just like is their prototype. Yeah, he he definitely fits that 
to a T. No question, in my opinion. Joe, do you have fun? Yeah, man. Another uh, month, another uh, 32 picks made. And we only get two more of these, you know? Yeah. Well. Before the 2019 NFL draft is here. Yeah, but just wait till people see like the Twitch stuff that we're gonna do with our mock draft machine. Uh, like, yeah, it's gonna be really uh, fun. It's gonna be sweet. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun coming up. So, pro tip: hit subscribe. Come back. We'll fill you on those things as we have the chance. Joe mentioned the Twitch. I was on Twitch yesterday, grinding some tape at two in the afternoon, drinking whiskey and watching uh, Jalen Ferguson. Oh, that was Wednesday. I guess the days are all blending together here, Joe. Uh, the twitch.tv slash the draft network. We try and bring you some quote unquote video programming a couple times a week. So it's well worth your time to go and subscribe there as well. I'm Kyle Krabs at grinding the tape with Joe Marino at the Joe Marino. If you guys have hot takes for next week's takes on takes, please tweet them to us at our Twitter handles with the hashtag takes on takes. Hope you guys enjoy the weekend. Our first weekend without football. Although that's not true. The AAF is, is here, right? <laughs> yes, it is. So we got some yes, football this is. weekend, which is, yep. you know, I'll take any football I can get. That's fine. I'm not, not above watching AAF on a Saturday afternoon. But uh, enjoy the AAF football this weekend. No NFL football week, uh, weekend this weekend. And uh, we will be back again on Monday to hit you guys with another week full of great NFL draft content here on Draft Dudes. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.